Mike, I got a question for you. What's the deal with this? Uh, what's the deal with this Tonka truck Rask guy? Guy goes out for a few weeks, and he comes back, and all of a sudden he thinks the net's fucking his. I mean, I'm not gonna talk. I'm pretty celebrating all these wins he's got, but the guy hasn't scored a fucking goal in, in ten years with the Bruins. So I just want to know just thoughts on the first time, long time. But I'll, I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> I don't mind hosting. You can host. I think it's me. I think it's your turn, yeah. All right. Three, two, one. All right. Welcome to Brews and Bruins, your Friday content for this week. It's season two, episode 40. Uh, 38. 38. It's approximate. Um, It might be 40. No, your Bergeron was last episode. So yeah, it's okay. It's 38. It's the Jordan Caron episode. Um. Yeah, we uh, we just watched the Bruins play against the New York Islanders, and we have our good buddy Mikey Radigan from the Three Cheers for Goaltender Interference podcast, a an Islanders fan. And I, I didn't. Did they play? I didn't see the game. I didn't know they were playing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. I I thought you guys just wanted to come on to chat about. I don't know. Uh, shrek or something like last time <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised i've been brought back this quickly yeah a much better outcome for the bruins than than the last time we talked to you uh yes in, in which case we pretty much actively didn't talk about the bruins yeah uh, <laughs> yeah this, it's, this time it's it's a little exciting i, I mean I, it's exciting for both of us or all of us because uh you guys got some new acquisitions and yep, and we got some new acquisitions and we're uh, all kind of feeling it out, seeing what it looks like. And yeah, uh, I, I think on both accounts, it looks like new players are fitting in well. Um, I would, yeah, I, I, the Islanders, since they got Paul Marion's Ajax, they still haven't played a really, I mean, they, they won a, a game, a game against the Flyers and then the rain, they lost the game against the Rangers, won a game against the Rangers. They just dropped one against the Bruins. I th- still think they're, uh, feeling it out a little bit with their lines and things like that, adding two new guys into you know the lineup, and they really didn't subtract anyone. Um, that being said, uh, yeah, they just Bruins were due for a win against the Islanders too. I think the Islanders took like what was it the first five? So uh, Bruins, the Bruin Taylor Hall looks really good. I think uh, I forgot that he's a really good skater. Yeah, that's kind of his thing. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I forgot he can like really skate, and yeah, he he's been playing with Krejci, right? Yep. Yeah, Krejci and uh, Craig Smith, the man with two first names. Yeah, Craig Smith. Uh, I, I know people kind of got on him up there, right? A little bit in Boston. He's like kind of streaky, but he's he's a good. I think he's a good player. Yeah, I mean he, he's he's absolutely on fire right now, and uh, I think the. Oh, you know what we should do. Drew, do you have an ad read? <laughs> Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. Draft Day, DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel the sweat. 
like never before. Every dunk, steal, assists, and more. Whatever else more they judge it on means so much more. DraftKings Daily Fantasy lineup. Basketball fans, you may have missed out on a season-long fantasy, so now is the time to get in on all the Daily Fantasy action where DraftKings has even more ways to make it rain. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players, so what are you waiting for? (laughs) Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during sign-up this week. DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN, and you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's Only on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Nice. I'm drinking a Miller Lite. Drew's drinking a Corona Premier again. Mikey's got himself a Diet Coke. Yeah, I got a, all, I got a, I got a heavy all, weekend on the horizon, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm playing it safe right now. I don't... I have a big Saturday and Sunday, so yeah. I figure we don't need to rate those. Let's uh, <laughs> let's get let's get into the real talk, though. Uh, yeah. Mike Riley, uh, mm-hmm. the Bruins' biggest acquisition <laughs> at the trade deadline. Uh, he's great. He's both uh, hilarious on the ice, just doing random shit on the power play, like just passing it back and forth for no reason, uh, <laughs> just taking sticks to the face. Uh, and oh, also, is, uh, is he the one that started bleeding? Yeah, he's yeah. the one who started ble- bleeding. Uh, and he's also just like a good hockey player. He's uh, he's fun to watch, and he's just uh, it's a good a dude. personal personal favorite of mine now. I uh, thought that was a really underrated pickup for the yeah, we, we were pretty uh, high on it after looking at the fancy stats. Obviously, I've never watched Mike Riley play. Yeah, the I don't know. Senators, but. Uh, I mean, just uh, looking at some underlying numbers, dude, uh, over the course of the past few years has been a really solid possession guy and really good, uh, with the first uh, primary assists. And, um, this year kind of stepped up his defensive game and, and seems to have been a really positive force on that, uh, Senator's blue line. And I mean, just looking at him now, everything he does on the ice is cool. Just, just cool, man. Yeah, he looks really, really confident for a player who's now just two games deep with his new team. I think that's really yeah. impressive. Quick, yeah. quick, quick decisions, uh, making crisp passes. It's... That's uh, that's gonna be if you know. Uh, I mean, they got McAvoy back. Was it t- today's first game back, or was it against the Sabers on Tuesday? But regardless, they they got Mac. I think he was back against the Sabers. They got McAvoy back. Uh, I don't know if Carlo is close. Is he still hurt? I don't know. If they can get full, if they, I mean, what? There's 19 games left for most teams. Uh, if that's if they get Carlo Carlo back, and then you had uh, Mike Riley, and then you're not playing Kevin Miller 20 minutes a night. Uh, I think that's actually a pretty solid decor once it's fully healthy. If they can stay healthy, that's hoping, that. hoping Matt Grizzly comes back and uh, oh, Matt Grizzly, that's another guy. Yeah, he's been pretty fucking bubble wrap into the play. Yeah, he's been <laughs> he's been like one of their best defensemen, right, Grizzly? Yeah. yeah, the yeah. the McAvoy uh, Grizzly pairing has been like yeah, one that's of right, the best in the league. Um, yeah, 
so they get healthy i mean i mean he's he's a great addition right now too but once healthy he'll you know he's a solid i think you can put him on the second pairing third pairing i'm assuming and you'll you'll be just fine so i I think that's it pushes everybody down a spot and makes sure you know i i think jeremy Lazon's pretty solid and i think Zaboral has a chance to be good at some point in the future, but right now he's just not ready. Yeah, he's not the right and, fit right now. And I, I like him at times, but I don't trust him when it comes to playoff time. I think he's the type of player who might make a mistake that costs a game. Um, and you don't really want that in your lineup. And I think having, guy can't win the, the games. Having a guy like Mike <laughs> Riley in, in your middle pairing uh, pushes Lazan down to the third pairing. And I think Lazan's a really good third pairing de- defenseman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I, the top four teams, all of a sudden, it seems like a, uh, a fucking buzzsaw now. I, mm. I, I, I'm not comfortable, just as an Islanders fan, uh, I'm not comfortable playing any of those three teams. The Caps, the Pens, or the Bruins. I think the Bruins are pretty situated in that fourth, fourth seed for the most part. I know they do have some games in hand. They play the Buffalo Sabres like... 90 more times. Yeah, it's somewhere <laughs> somewhere between 12 and 90. Um, Sabres just beat the Caps tonight, though. Which yeah, is... the, the Sabres are rolling, so... Yeah, they're... It's, it's Anders Bjork. That you was know their what? issue the whole time. Bjork had a Anders goal Bjork and having Curtis yeah. Lazar and Taylor Hall. Was, Anders Bjork yeah. has a goal and two assists since the trade and is uh, outpacing Taylor Hall by a large margin. This, uh, <laughs> they're going to... I noticed because i watched really bad islander teams from like 2008 to 2013 or whatever and at the end of the season they would just beat good teams and you know you're not playing for anything you you don't maybe grip the stick as tight you know what i mean and you so i i I think i don't think buffalo will lose every game but that being said the bruins you know having the rest of your a lot of games left against buffalo is very nice so maybe they can sneak up on that third seed but um yeah, what I, those four teams, I, I like. It's kind of like pick your poison at this point. They've all really improved. Uh, I guess maybe the Penguins. I, I like the Jeff Carter addition was fine. I guess, but they really didn't add anyone like the Caps, Islanders, or Bruins did. Yeah, um, it's gonna be interesting. I'm, I'm interested to see what the the rest of the season holds. Um, it's, I mean, we got a two game sample of. The, the new guys and I, I think yeah Cur- Curtis Lazar is fitting in pretty well I think you know uneven game from that fourth line but they really came out strong and Wait, we, we've the fourth seen line I don't know what a- that is <laughs> God, I just yeah. know it as the Czar Wagali Lakerner line that's Jesus Wait, is that Wagner <laughs> is he on the fourth line right yeah, I hate everything Drew did during yes yeah, Czar so- Wagali Lakerner line that's, Drew uh, Drew and I had a competition. Yeah. Uh, during during this game, we got a ton of uh, interactions, uh, engagement on Twitter. Yeah, I saw a lot of it. Kept popping up on my feed, and I'm like, and it was like, do not want. Yeah, it was when the Islanders are losing, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking see this shit. I'm like scrolling. Yeah, a um, lot of like like a lot of gifts were flying around. Mostly photoshops on our end. Yes. Uh, yeah. We're it. we're big in the Photoshop meme game. Um, yeah. Yeah, Drew, I don't think many are pleased by Drew it. Drew traffics in what people might call cursed memes. Yeah. 
it's my forte i go more standard i i did the like uh craig smith as jason momoa uh sneaking up on uh what's his face superman uh, oh yeah you're like, you're doing normie memes yeah, where his, your, his, drew uh, is more like joker <laughs> twisted <laughs> yeah definitely uh where uh the head was replaced by the heart trophy so you know uh, <laughs> watch watch out everybody drew drew doing more of these kinds of things where he's <laughs> oh. melding all of the faces oh. of the fourth line together that's demented <laughs> the replies to that were so so funny that's <laughs> chanel just being like someone locked drew up yeah that's uh there because there's an account that does that with like random players i think and oh coach. yeah that's bad they don't do three they don't no, do they, three. they, <laughs> three they do a like for the they combine like the top half and bottom half of faces and um yeah yeah that was uh that was a beautiful picture that i just but, saw i mean between the two of us yep. we had a stellar night in terms of engagement yeah, not, not sure what that uh engagement does for us uh, in terms of like unfollows versus follows but <laughs> It can only go up, right? <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of eyes on it. Stonks only go up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the Zar Wagali like Kerner line. Um, I, I I'm just gonna keep calling it that until yeah, people hate hate it. <laughs> they already do, but I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah, we we, um, we still haven't buried the erection line yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's that, that's an actual good one. This is just funny. Not even funny. It's just annoying. Zar Wagali Lakerner line. Anyway, they were very good. They were very good last game, and that's why they got the nod for the opening faceoff for this one. Yeah, they they uh, a really good energy line. They got it deep right off the. I mean, it, it felt like the first five minutes they were moving pretty well, and then the Islanders. Islanders had two off days, so I don't know if maybe that you know you're used to playing every other day, and then you get. Oh no, they didn't have two. They had they they last played Sunday night, so they had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. So I don't know if that had any effect, but you know, rest is, nights off. Yeah, I, I was just like, what? Because I'm used to them either playing every other night or back to back nights or three and four. So I don't know if that threw them off or then just getting uh getting good. They got a lot of early penalties. I think they took like four penalties in that first period or or three or four penalties. Yeah. So a lot a lot of time on the kill, which is not what you want on the road to open a game but uh Tuco looked fine like uh first game back he didn't really get tested too much no uh, I, really I think I, I disagreed with the so th- this is gonna be like oh what's up Cam hey, yo, hey. hey yo Mike I got a question for you what's the deal with this uh what's the deal with this Tonka truck Rask guy guy goes out for a few weeks and he comes back and all of a sudden he thinks the net's fucking his I mean, I'm not gonna talk. I'm pretty celebrating all these wins he's got, but the guy's scored a fucking goal in, in ten years with the Bruins. So I just want to just toss off the first time, long time. But I'll, I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> I think that was one of the best I ever heard. <laughs> right on cue too. Right, right as we started talking about Tuca, I was like, "Oh, Tuca looked fine," and then you. <laughs> Yeah, Maybe sorry, Mikey. Mikey already gave his take on on two. All right, well, I guess I'll just listen to that one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a wonderful night, Mikey. I miss you, buddy. Go go talk about Shrek for me. 
Yeah. Hey, Mike, let me ask you. Your wife ever leave you because he just keep talking about Tuka Rask and, like, he just makes you so mad, mad at night that you get your little notepad out and you just <laughs> scribble his uh, name a bunch of times and it's just like, who does he, who does he think he is, this uh, Tuka Rask guy? Bring back that kid, uh, the kid from Maine that's a sicko and, like, shootouts. Bring yeah, him in. <laughs> that little freak. Jeroway <laughs> Swayway. He, yeah, he played for Maine, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I like hockey East guys, so that's cool. I'm glad he's... Oh, yeah. we're, we're, all, we're all hockey East fans here. Yeah. Hey, I'm an ECAC guy. Ew. Okay, fine. Cool, baby. All right, I'm out. <laughs> Later. <laughs> I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> I, I was hoping he would just hang up and listen. Me after too, that. me too. <laughs> I'll just edit the rest of that out and I'll yeah. go from here. <laughs> So what I was gonna say before Cam uh, interrupted me with the <laughs> that best wasn't call Cam, of all just time, a listener, call <laughs> yeah, it was just, that was that was Mark in Dorchester. <laughs> you call our hotline five five five. Yeah, I, I I had some I had some disagreements with the uh, Nesson broadcasts uh, tonight, where especially Billy Jaffe between periods was pretty tough on that fourth line, uh, where you know he kind of expected that energy. Every time they come out there, I feel like if you're if you're possessing the puck in the offensive zone uh, for the entirety of every other shift, I think you're fine if you're playing like eight to ten minutes. A night. Yeah, that's what you're <laughs> supposed to be doing if you're a fourth fourth line. You're not getting hammered in. You're not giving up quality chances, and you're you know wearing down and getting your own chances. I, I really don't see how you can complain. Uh, yeah. It's not like the Islanders really had that much sustained pe- pressure. I-, I think all four of the Bruins lines played really well. I really can't. That goal that they gave up was just a nice pass from Barzell from behind the net, and Zajac was right there. I mean, yeah, that, that happens. Uh, but yeah, I thought I, Bruins looked really good, and now I'm kind of nervous. I don't want to play them again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and on the other end of the spectrum, uh, I-, I think they were pretty complimentary of Tuca at the end of the game. I think especially Brick was talking about how how good he looked coming back. Just like fine. Uh, I I think he had a couple of a couple of times where it looked like he might have been beat. Um, yeah, and, and just had a couple of you know he, he he just got his body on the puck and he he gave up a couple of rebounds in the slot. I thought and. Uh... But that's, I mean, it's his first game back since 20 days ago or whatever. So we'll, we'll see. And he, he he'll, he's off tomorrow because I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, just, let's let's pump the brakes on like, all right, Vezina Tuka's back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good for him. What do you, he won? It was like a special win, right? Didn't he, isn't it like a career? 300th. Yeah. 300th. yeah, I mean, that's a lot of wins. For, the winningest goaltender in Bruins history. That's a lot of wins there for are some people that, who aren't happy about that. Yeah, the, uh, the best goaltender in Bruins history, but Ooh. we all not ready for that conversation. It, I like how we have the luxury of like, like saying how we aren't happy. Like Rask gave up a couple rebounds and like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that he gave up a couple rebounds and it's, like lot, half the teams of the league could be saying like, wow, he gave up like three goals that. He should I, have. I love the idea of using Swayman as a backup while uh I mean I guess Yarrow's still on the on the shelf. I don't know how long that's gonna be. I, I think he got COVID, right? Yeah, he's off the, I think oh, he's off the COVID. I think I think he's off the COVID list now. Oh, okay. But he's gonna have to build up like you gotta build up back to your it's like you yeah. took two weeks off. You gotta skate like 
mm-hmm. I think you need at least a week of practice. Uh, yeah, and that can have an effect on your lungs and everything too. Yeah, you yeah, we're know. not too fatigued. Yeah, it's been a bit scary when uh, yeah. some some Celtics player just I I, for, I forgot who just said uh, Jason, Jason Tatum. Tatum says he needs I mean needs an inhaler every time he before he plays, but I mean he's a superstar and he like scores fifty points a night, but that's still like you know he's a world class athlete. That's scary stuff. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, and whatever's going on with the Canucks right now, it's yeah, that's crazy. that's been like scary and yeah. weird. Like Queen, Queen Hughes was like on an IV daily. Yeah, that's it's really disturbing, and it's it seems uh, it seems that the Canadian division is kind of having more pro- the problems that our divisions were having, uh, the American divisions were having uh, at the beginning of the year and the middle of the year. Yeah, like, I it's think, now I think just Canada in general is on. Yeah, they they uh, now that we're phase. Then. I don't know about the what the uh, if the Bruins have been able to get vaccinated, but like uh, the Rangers and Islanders are all vaccinated now, or a majority of them are, and so yeah, I think I, I think like not to spread rumors that I don't know 100 percent of the story on, but I think Colorado got vaccinated and Philip Grubauer didn't, and then he got COVID. <sighs> yeah, that's like I don't know. Uh, that's it, just I, get vaccinated. I do know for a fact that the Minnesota <laughs> Twins got vaccinated, and and Geraldton Simmons did not get vaccinated. Then immediately got COVID. Uh, <laughs> again, it's just like, what are we doing, man? Uh, and it, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it, you gotta wait. You gotta. It takes like a couple of weeks for it to kick in. So it's not mm-hmm. like you're protected right off the bat. It usually takes a couple of weeks before you get to like at least 80% protection. Anyway. Yeah. Tuga looked fine. Uh, <laughs> and they have that, that kid playing tomorrow. I, it'll be fun to watch him face off against Sorokin. I think that'll be Sorokin's been really good for the Islanders. So it'll, I think it'll be a closer game. I'm hoping back to backs are weird, especially like when they're too, it's, you know, it's not a day off in between. You're seeing the same team two days in a row. That's the first time since the 1980 playoffs, the Islanders and Bruins have played back-to-back. Yeah, I've, I've gotten used to it this year. It's weird. So just because you mentioned it now is the only time I've really thought about it because I've kind of gotten used to like the, oh, we're just like playing the same team. I kind of like it. It's uh, it's like baseball. Like You just play the same team for a few games and you move on. Sometimes, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I like it when the Islanders got to play the Sabers three games in a row and beat them five so times to do that. Yeah, so that that's like cool. The Islanders have to play the Caps three times in a row. I think next week, and I'm like, oh, that's not. I don't. That's not fun for me. <laughs> like, yeah, I just like I like the idea of both a win and a loss. So like the in this case, the Bruins just beat the Islanders. And then like tomorrow right. you get a chance to take a split, prove, prove it again. Or yeah. as an Islanders fan, you get a chance to come back and, and yeah. you know, prove that. And it's hard to win back to back games. I feel like against a good team, like two in a row. So you usually take us going into these two games. I'm like, if the Islanders go one and one, like I'll take that and move on because you're not going to beat the Bruins forever. And uh, so let's, you know, get, get one and then just move on. So, and it's, yeah, it's, you have a chance to, you know, split games against a, a good team. So, uh, yeah. but Rangers are kind of nipping at the Bruins heels a little bit. 
A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's a little and they concerning. they play a few games against each other down the stretch, so it's going to be interesting. Very uh, important. That that'd be Which, fun if they. I mean, not fun, but it'd be. <laughs> Rangers are streaky, man. Like, they're like some games they they'll pump in nine goals against the guy, then other games they look like ass. It, yeah, I, it, it's been a while. I feel like uh, since the Bruins and Rangers have had some like crucial games against each other in the standings. Like obviously yeah. it's different; they're in the same division this time yeah. around. But like even you know just being in the same conference, oh, like trying to get into the playoffs, trying for that wild card position or anything. It's usually right. just like NBC going, "It's the original six. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Now it's like they could be like, "Yo, they're looking for a playoff spot." I, I yeah. Do, I, I do think that team's good. I, I think, uh, yeah, you know, I, I think they got some depth issues. Um, and that was always their problem going into this year, I feel like. But I, I mean, early season issue or early and mid season issues, you got Mika Zibanejad got COVID and just came back and did not look like Mika Zibanejad. Had zero goals for like the longest time, right? He, he just could not score. And now he's fine. Uh, yeah. has like eight hat tricks. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he had like two, two five point games against the, the flyers. flyers. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking incredible shit. Uh, Panarin had that whole issue with like his family back in Russia. Yeah. That was a, that was an, odd, that was an unfortunate and odd situation. And he missed like, I think a solid two weeks with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, Ryan Strom's shown up and, and become a pretty good player. I mean, uh, Philip Hedel was injured for a while, I guess, and and I think he's back now. Uh, got a pretty good goaltending tandem there. Yeah. Um, and Adam Fox has kind of emerged as like a Norris candidate, kind of. I think a lot of people are kind of chiming him in to be uh, a Vesna candidate. And so that's when you have that on your blue line. And I like Keandre Miller. I think he's a really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's got a good future ahead of him. Yeah, they're they're a solid team, and it's annoying. <laughs> like, uh, but it, I maybe they'll make it interesting. We'll see. I mean, they just pumped the Devils tonight. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I think the Bruins. The percent. If you look on like Money Puck or whatever, has the playoff predictions. I think the Bruins are at like a solid like. 88% to make it pasta. It would, it would be very like 2014 Bruins to miss the playoffs. Yeah. need to win like two of the last three and like win one. I'm pretty sure. Well. Didn't they lose to the Panthers the last game of the season? To... Yeah. Yeah. I remember <laughs> they, they needed, they needed to win two and they won the first one. They lost the second and then they were like, Oh, it's the Panthers. We should have this. And then didn't, yeah, was that Yager was still on that oh. team, right? I think that yeah, I think that was Yager's last go. Yeah, because he stayed the team after after uh, the cup thirteen. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think uh, Bruins will be, they'll make it. it. Just depends who did, they're going to play. Did Yager? I thought that was when they signed Aginla. Aginla, oh, right. it was Aginla. It was Aginla. It was Aginla. Yeah. After they got, they tried to get Aginla at the trade deadline. Uh, in the twenty, Bruins swept him. Yes, in the conference finals, was it? Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know. I was at the game that they swept. No, no, I wasn't at the game they swept. I was at game three, or was I at the game they swept? I don't know. Not Either important. way. All right, so <laughs> the standings right now are the Bruins are five points back of the Penguins 
with two games in hand, and they are four points ahead of the Rangers with two games in hand. But I believe the Bruins play the Rangers three times in the rest of the season. So it's not a foregone conclusion. That How many more times do they get the Pens? Okay, so here I feel like we've played them a fair amount. Islanders Bruins tomorrow, obviously. Bruins play the Sabres one, two, three, four, five more times. That's on paper nice. Bruins play the Penguins twice. And they play the Rangers only two more times. Okay. Very interesting. Devils Devils twice. Islanders one more time after tomorrow. And the Caps twice. I mean, I'm not not too worried as long as this uh, Czar Wagali Lakerner (laughs) line keeps it up. You know, like, I think uh, (laughs) I'm just going to find ways to work that in there. Were you guys Um, were you guys surprised that Taylor Hall, like Boston was his was his was his his spot? A little bit. And it makes me wonder, did he wish he got drafted by them? Very interesting. When I heard that, I've been seeing I've been seeing a lot of things. So I think in an interview before he got drafted, I think he said he wanted to go to Boston. Um, Really? I mean, he's had plenty of opportunities to sign in Boston, so it's not like. But money was the. Yeah, divide. Boston never had the money to offer him, and this time, so I, I think our our feelings. I'm, I'm not going to talk for the whole podcast, but my my feeling. Uh, you can talk for Cam though; he's not here. Yeah, I'll, I'll speak <laughs> for Cam. Uh, Cam and I had had this feeling prior to the season where you know we didn't want to spend the money on Taylor Hall to get him on the roster this season. And, you know, he had some worrisome aging curve issues where, you know, if you look at his his raw numbers since his heart season, the two years have been not very good. Uh, Right. And he's had some issues of streakiness and just fallow periods of scoring. But also you look at the teams he's played for. I don't know, like is it that big of a deal if you're not scoring for the coyotes? Don't, like, don't disrespect the coyotes or I'm going to have to tell cat on you. Not this season's coyotes, but <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I mean, he, I feel like he's always kind of, he always, he was like Jordan Eberle in uh, Edmonton where he got, it was just like, they got run out of town for whatever dumb reason. They, like it was an unfair, sh- <laughs> unfair shtick that like, but and then he went to he went to Jersey, played pretty well for Jersey, but had a couple of years where he's injured, and then went to Phoenix and or, or Arizona, excuse me. And then, uh, yeah, I he's a great play. He is a great player. Uh, it's just it's interesting because I think out of like all hockey media, like you have Canada is pretty harsh with players. I think Boston's up there. Boston, like oh, they yeah, yeah. they'll roast you. So I was surprised that it's like. It's a, it's a big it's a big hockey town to play in. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, so I was listening to uh, not to pump other hockey podcasts on this podcast, other than three goals or three. Goals <laughs> That's okay. But, um, I was listening to Rachel Dory was on Puck Soup. Um, 
this past week and was talking about Taylor Hall. Yeah. Her understanding is that Taylor Hall kind of lets his agent do whatever as long as it's in his best interest. And I think I mean, she thinks that uh, his agent kind of pushed him into Buffalo because of the money. Oh, makes sense. Makes sense. He he more wanted to be on a contending team like that makes Colorado sense. or Boston and just the money didn't really work with with Boston. I think Colorado had had the cap space, but Colorado did. Yeah, I feel like they always have like for, for whatever reason, they are the best team in the league and they have billions of dollars of cap space. Makes no sense. But yeah, because yeah. most of their players are they pretty have tons young. of RFAs coming up. And, and yeah. oh, okay. if you if you have Nathan McKinnon making like six two dollars million yeah dollars. <laughs> like, oh good they can enjoy right. cap they can enjoy cap yeah. hell like the rest of us <laughs> yeah mckinnon mckinnon and mccarr making minimum wage over there yeah. that's true well that's a good i mean uh rachel's actually been on our, our podcast once and she's great i know uh she's and I, she was with the devil so i wonder I, i'm pretty sure she she must have well, been there yeah uh, was, at the same time she she knows taylor hall's agent so there you go yeah yeah so that that makes sense and that's not i don't know if that's like an unnormal thing uh not being a professional uh in anything myself i like i'm sure <laughs> your agent your agent is sometimes you just don't want to deal with it and you have your agent deal with it that makes sense but he sounded rattled uh not rattled but like that press conference of him the trade to Boston. He's just like, I, he, he even said it. He's like, I'm not having a good time playing hockey, like up in Buffalo. It hasn't been a good situation. Like I've lost my confidence and, uh, the, he looked good tonight. I thought, um, but that's some, that's some candor you don't hear from NHL, which I, I thought was really interesting. Good for him. Um, yeah, it's, I, I he'll much prefer that to the, uh, yeah, you know, it's just sometimes uh, the puck luck's not with you. You just got to get pucks to the net and hope uh, hope thing, good things happen. You got to put your uh, teammates in good positions, you know, get pucks in deep and, uh, you know, go to the dirty areas and, you know, make yeah. sure you're putting yourself in the right position and, you know, eventually come out of it. I think everybody everybody yeah. has these periods of uh, yeah. you know, not scoring. So, you know, I, I just got to. I just got to go out there and uh, make sure that, <laughs> that I'm, uh, you know, doing everything, you know, putting in a hundred, 110% and making sure I, I put myself in positions to, to get out of this little, little slump. I, I think it's because also Buffalo had a really bad bout with COVID uh, at the beginning of the season. And I, yeah. I wonder you're starting to see players open up a little more and like, not necessarily show more personality, but be like, yo, this fucking JT Miller. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. JT Miller. He's like, yo, this is bullshit. And yeah, Buffalo, like, as bad as they were, they had a really bad bout with COVID and then like they just fell apart. And yeah. I can hey, shit. That's cool that he's like it was a miserable situation. Um I know I, I remember I DM'd you guys and I'm like, wow, at the night it happened, I'm like, wow, Buffalo is a joke. But then I kind of, I, I guess he just really wanted, it was like basically Boston or nothing for him, it sounded yeah. like. Towards yeah. Towards the end of the day. I, I forget the other team that was like in talks with them, but was it not, go there. I think the it was Islanders, Vegas. Is Vegas and the Islanders. Vegas and the Islanders. The Islanders originally, before they made the Palmarians Ajax trade, I think they were like, they're about to send a first to Buffalo. 
And then I, I guess Jersey came back. It's like, we'll throw in J- Zajac. And then Lou Lamarillo is like, well, anytime I can get a guy that's 35 and he's played for me, bring him on. So, uh, which I, I actually really liked the trade, but they, they ended up with Palmieri and Zajac. And then, though, the Islanders kind of started circling back uh, that Sunday as well. And that, that Monday, uh, sorry, that Saturday and Sunday heading into the last day. But I guess they just, he, Hall had that NTC and he just uh he wanted he wanted Boston, which yeah, great trade. I think that's and screwed probably... over the Sabres in the process. Yeah, I mean see. Poor Sabres fan. There's nothing you can do. Hopefully Andrews uh is his name right, Andrews Bjork? Yeah. That hopefully becomes something for them, I guess. I don't I mean, know. He has he has three <laughs> points in two games, so he'll he'll be given the chance there. He'll get regular minutes. Right, he couldn't really line up in Boston. He played on the yeah. first line a few games. He played on the fourth line a few games. He just all he never got the chance to yeah. find actual line mates and really carve out a role. So hopefully there can kind of be what he was built to be, which his, is his like fancy stats line. say he's a really good defensive forward and. I, like eye test tells you he can create offensively and just can't put the puck in the net or hasn't put the puck in the net. And I think, I think he can be good and I hope he is good. Um, he's an, he's another, uh, it, it'll, it'll uh, absolutely drive Bruins fans crazy. If he like becomes a 30 goal scorer on the, on the Sabres. So I'm rooting for that. He is a, uh, I think he's another uh, hockey East guy too, I believe. Uh, yeah, no, he's Dom. Notre Dame. Oh, he's Notre Dame. Well, I no, think it was Dom. when I think it was when Notre Dame was in Hockey East, though. I have to look this up. Okay, oh. it was. It was when uh, I believe Notre Dame was still. Yep, you, Notre Dame was still All in right. Hockey East. So hockey he is East technically guy. a Hockey East guy. So, uh, damn. Yeah, I would say like coming out of the deadline, I, I would say the Bruins, the Islanders. I don't know really. I mean, I, I like Tam- Tampa got better defensively. I'd probably say those are like the teams that improved the most. Maybe I don't know. Am I missing anyone else? It's the hard. Caps trade. Caps trade was weird. Yeah, I. I mean, Verona scored for Detroit tonight, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mantha uh, <clears throat> has a. I think he has three points as well, or three or four points in his two games, uh, which is whatever. Um, but that was a, yeah, I don't know, but Bruins looked the best, which I know, I feel like people are kind of, people are kind of split on what they, I saw some tweets like, why should we give up assets? This is, this might not really be our year, too many injuries. And then, uh, they got him, they got him for, I just don't, I don't, they got those three players for Bjork, a second and a third. In yeah. a draft where you can't really scout, <laughs> like it's well, going to be a crap. I, I think the one thing I will say about the Sabers in that deal is uh, the second rounder was next season's mm-hmm. second rounder for Taylor Hall. So it might be a stack I, draft uh, coming into next season. I think yeah, I don't. Even I think, think that was a good move. One from this year, the second round pick. I feel like we gave that up in another deal, maybe the Johansson deal, because we gave up two second rounders, and I don't know. Anyway, yeah, uh, help us get to game seven of the Stanley Cup. Yeah, so. sick. <laughs> and then Tuka Rask couldn't win the you big just game. can't win the big game. Yeah. He's got maybe, 300. You know, it was his fault. The maybe scored maybe Jaraway Swayway could do it. 
He's got 300 of them, but none oh, of them. Oh, he can, big. dude. We've seen him in the shootout. You know, he can win the shootout in game seven of the Stanley Cup finals. So yeah, that's true. Win. The Stanley Cup finals are notorious for going into the shootout. Some oh, great well. shootouts we've seen in the Stanley yeah, Cup final, man. Yeah, watching six round shootouts. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah. All right. That's it for this episode. I got to go make Sweet. dinner. Drew's got to oh, go to bed. I forgot it's West Coast time. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, West Coast. It's seven forty-five, and I haven't eaten dinner yet. I'm an I'm an old person, and I uh, I need to eat dinner early. So I feel like I really redeemed myself this episode. I didn't uh, <laughs> I didn't she drive barely, the train barely, off the rails. Barely any Shrek talk. Um, yeah, uh, but then I saw her face. Yeah, oh man, I'm a big I'm a believer. I'm a big Smash Mouth fan. You guys are part of hashtag Mouth Nation. <laughs> I, I call it that. <laughs>